Welcome to the Limitless Millennials podcast with your host, Hannah Morth. In each episode, we'll bring you stories of inspiration and risk-taking, extraordinary entrepreneurial journeys, often with a dash of spiritual goodness, and tangible action steps to show you how you can create your limitless life. Now, here's your host, Hannah Morth, personal business coach, public speaker, and author. Hello, everybody. My name is Hannah Morth, and I am here today with Taylor Slango. Taylor Slango is a mindset and manifestation coach who helps other go-getters tap into their higher power, manifest miracles, and create their own reality. She simplifies metaphysics in a way that makes it easy for anyone to get to know the universe and understand the power that their mind truly holds. Taylor started learning and practicing the law of attraction and has manifested her entire business and lifestyle. She manifested her first car, her first house, her first 20K in sales, her dream business, and her lifestyle. Hey, Taylor, thank you so, so much for joining us today. I am so excited to have you. Oh my gosh, Hannah, I'm so excited to be here. The, just the whole title of the podcast is so eye-catching and resonates with me so much. Oh, thank you so much for saying yeah. that. that. That makes me very happy to hear. So why don't we just go ahead and get started and tell us a little bit, about, a little bit more about what it is that you currently do. Yeah, so right now I work with women and I basically help them through life's, you know, self self-doubt struggles, I would call them because a lot of them are facing this skepticism, this self-doubt, this overwhelm and we work through their limiting beliefs and their mindset and get them to a place where they are able to actually bring things from their mind into reality and it's just this metaphysical miracle of goodness that we all are capable of doing. I love that. I love that. I love that absolutely anybody is capable of doing it too. That's such a good note to make. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Everyone's like, it could never be me or it could never happen to me, but, but that's only so because that's what you're claiming. Mm-hmm. For sure. So take us back a ways and tell us about how you got to where you are today. Oh my gosh. I was all over the place. <laughs> I started learning about the law of attraction when I was nine years old. I was homeschooled by my mom and she was obsessed with the secret, which is kind of like the modernized entry point into mindset and manifestation. So we always had that playing in the house. And when I was nine, I was a lot less interested in it than I am now. But obviously that had become ingrained into my subconscious and it was something that had carried with me throughout my entire life, essentially. So I went to school um, for criminal justice, and I was a very manipulative and controlling person at the time. And I claimed to have this spiritual base about me, but I had a five-year plan that nobody was going to be able to, to tell me otherwise, essentially. So I got caught up in that, worked a nine-to-five, hated the nine-to-five. That was my first and only nine-to-five ever was right out of college, and that was about three years ago. And since then, I've never set foot in an office because that was the day that I decided that I wasn't going to do what everyone else thought I should do or what everyone else thinks is the successful or right way to approach this thing that we call life. And I was like, this is the day that, you know, I'm going to create something for myself. So that's when my road as an entrepreneur started. And I began to tap into any water I could really to make money. It was a lot of hands-on stuff. I was doing furniture restoration. I was doing event planning. I was doing personalized wedding decor. And it just was always falling short. Like there was nothing like of substance there. And I was getting married and, and moving into our first house. And I had no money and I wasn't sure what I was doing. So 
fast forward, I started working at a gym. Like when I tell you I was a mess, I was literally all over the place. So I started working at this gym and they were really heavily focused on mindset more specifically manifestation. So I was like, wow, this is so full circle. This, this feels so right to me. Fast forward, we're going to buy a franchise and open a gym and it's going to be the thing. And we ended up not doing that. And it was a deal gone bad that put us in a really bad financial spot. And we had a house that we didn't know how we were going to pay for. And we just got married. And I, I was like, you know, what am I doing? I claim that I'm listening to this inner guide, but I'm pretty much all over the board trying to just take complete control of, of what's happening around me. So that's when I kind of hit this, what do I have to lose mentality where I went all in on mindset and manifestation and dedicated myself fully. And it's like, I awakened this power that basically told me exactly what to do next. And from that point to now, I, I managed to create a, a business from scratch that basically runs on its own. Wow. And so how did the idea of building up this particular business come about? Well, I was, you know, dealing with so many different businesses, I kind of had decided that um, I didn't want to do the hands-on stuff. And oh, well, actually, now that I'm in retrospect, a part that I left out was in between the gym and the business, I was like, you know, needing money. So I ended up applying for this digital marketing position, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you know, I have my degree in criminal justice, and I did some physical training. And somehow I think I'm qualified to do social media marketing. And that's kind of the first tip of the iceberg. The first thing that I manifested was when I I'm starting my own business. I want to be in a place where I can work from home. And I, I landed that job on the very first interview, knowing absolutely nothing about Facebook or, or ads or really anything to qualify me for that. But I got the job despite the qualifications. So I learned all about entrepreneurship. I learned all about courses and, and passive income and all these glorious things that creative entrepreneurship really embody. But I tried to be a business coach and I tried to coach people about how to create their own business coming from a spiritually sound place. But what I found was I would be, you know, going on live or something and, and the intention would be to talk about email marketing, but I would be in, in the left field talking about the subconscious mind and manifestation. And I was like, I can't, I got to stop pulling. Like this is obviously something that has been in my life for almost its entirety and it keeps surfacing. And I meant to be in the mindset space. And as soon as I surrendered to that, everything else pretty much fell right into place. Isn't it funny how that happens though? Is like we just try as humans, especially, um, I don't know if you consider yourself type A or not, but I certainly consider myself type A most of the time. Um, but when we do that, we're so stuck on certain things that we want in our lives and we're not going to budge and nothing works out right. You know, like we're trying so hard to make this work, but we're not seeing the success that we want to see. And then when we finally realize that what we really need to do is pivot or budge, right. everything falls into place and it works out so perfectly. Yeah. And we have this idea that, that we're being productive, but in actuality, we're being resistant and we're just standing in our own way. God, that's so true. So let's just jump right into learning how to manifest. Is that okay with you? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Let's do it. Awesome. So let's talk about how to manifest the big things. Like you talked about how you were able to manifest your house and a 20 K launch and your business. Yeah. How do you go about doing that? 
You know, with manifestation, there's something that I call the block method. And it basically, it's different for everyone. But it's like when when you're starting out, when you're first getting into the waters of manifestation, a lot of people, I just had a comment on one of my posts this morning that was like, oh, I'm such a skeptic because I've been believing that I want this house and I don't see it. And it's like, if you're a non-believer and you've never had an experience with manifestation, you can't come right out of the gate manifesting the huge things, right? Because a huge part of manifestation is believing and feeling so deeply that what you want is already here. So you have to produce some sort of result until your subconscious mind can get on board with the fact that you can take things from your mind and morph them into reality. So it's like, whenever I talk to anyone, I say to manifest a cup of coffee, like something that would make no difference to them if they had or not had, but, but manifest that cup of coffee. And when that cup of coffee comes to you, manifest 50 bucks. You know, when you feel like you believe in what you're manifesting, it doesn't matter how big or small because it all, it all holds the same energy, whether you're manifesting $1 or $1 million, money is energy. So, so it, it doesn't matter so much of, of the quantity rather than the belief system. Mm, so start small and build the belief. Yeah, yeah. It's just a, a black layer. Totally. Awesome. And so what do you do after that? Well, how do you manifest the really the really big things once you have the the foundation of the the true belief down? Oh my gosh. Yeah. So it's honestly the the secret I think to manifesting the big things is to take Uh, full accountability for what's happening in your life right now because our inner really creates our outer world so anything that we have or don't have or like or don't like about our life we're responsible for it and we're kind of the first ones to raise our hand and we're like you know I manifested that if it's a good big thing but if it's something that we don't like so much we don't take as much responsibility for it and this resistance again comes up and resistance will surface. And that is a big block when you're trying to manifest because those resistant energies and feelings and vibrations, those aren't, you know, in parallel of the things that we actually want. So it's almost like we're pushing against a closed door and we're not moving forward until we open that door and release the resistance. Mm, So release the resistance. Definitely. I love that. So what would do you say that you have any tips or tricks that you love to use to really get you into the the feeling of manifestation? So I guess how I want to rephrase this is I know that to manifest you really need to like feel deep down the feelings mm-hmm. of having that you know that thing whatever it is a million dollars a house a car whatever. Yeah. Um do you have any tips or tricks for really feeling the manifestation to make it so that it comes true quicker yeah, or I mean, not even quicker, but just come true, I suppose. Feels realer, I guess. And that was something I struggled with a lot at first because I, I struggled with my money mindset in a sense where I was like, I know that I have to attach feelings to this quantity of money that I want, but I've never had this quantity of money before. So how the heck am I supposed to know what it's like to have right. it? But I learned to not focus on on the quantity of anything. So whether you want the new car or the new house or the new relationship or the new business, whatever it is, 
you need to create the bigger picture. You need to, whether you meditate or visualize or journal or, or write it down in an affirmation, putting it out into the universe, visualize the, the end picture. Like, what are you doing? Who are you with? What's around you? What kind of presence do you carry? What is your body language like? Like, who are you when you have all those things? So I would start there and make a list. Make a list of what does that look like for you? Make a list of what you could be doing now that embodies that version of your higher self. And for me, honestly, even though I was trying to manifest a business and manifest money, I really started with the health routine because my higher self, I was like, well, my higher self goes to the gym five, five days a week. And then I'm like, okay, well, why can't I go to the gym five days a week now? There's really no reason. That's so true. So you would say that it would be to just start doing the things that you could possibly do now. So if it was that you're manifesting a healthy lifestyle or um, maybe even like the ability, the ability to work from home, yet you would have that health component, it would be to go to the gym five times a week if that is what you would be doing if you were working from home. Yeah, exactly. It's living as if you already have. And when you do that, it might not happen at first, but your subconscious mind will eventually be reprogrammed to go after and get that and believe that that's, you know, happening right now in reality. Mm, it's almost like fake it till you make it manifestation. It, is. <laughs> it totally is. I mean, you know, when you're like, oh, I want a million dollars and you've never seen more than 20,000, it's hard to. A, you know, be like, oh yeah, right off the bat, I know what it feels like to have a million dollars. No, like you really have to to dream in it and bask in it and embody it and compare like, you know, when you get to that point, what does your life look like and how can you start making changes now that's taking inspired action to get you to that place. For sure. And I suppose that as you start to work it up, like if you start with manifesting $50 and then maybe moving it up to a thousand and then 10,000 and a hundred thousand, you could probably feel it more deeply what it would be to what it would be like to manifest that $1 million because oh you're gosh, just yeah. building it up and you have that, that deep rooted belief. It becomes more believable with every layer. And I'll never forget the first time that I felt like I was manifesting something. And I told myself, if I could just feel it one time, I could revisit those feelings and it would be more sound and be more believable. And the jumps are going to be so subjective, you know, about you and where you are in your journey. Because if we're talking finances, the first number goal I manifested was a thousand. And my jump from a thousand was to that 20K. So it was like, it's all a personal experience. And I just believed it quickly because as soon as I saw results, I was like, you know what? Okay, this is it. Let's go. I know I can do anything. I love that. Would you be willing to share some of your manifestation success stories? I think that some people who might be listening to this podcast um, are relatively new to learning about manifestation or mm -hmm. haven't really delved into it much themselves. And so hearing some success stories from other people might really um, get them to, you know, look more into it and try it for themselves. Yeah, definitely. Um, I guess I'll talk about the first time, uh, we manifested our house because this was a long time coming. Um, me and my fiance were pretty much dirt poor at the time. And we have been looking for an apartment or a house for, for quite some time. I had just finished college. Um, we were getting married in Jamaica. We had a lot of expenses coming up and it was like, no matter what we found, either our finances weren't lining up or the time wasn't lining up or we would 
you know, something would fall through and it made no sense to me at all because I was like, we're getting married. We're still living with our parents. So I started to tape papers and this was in the early stages of my manifesting tape papers all over my bedroom wall, you know, that the house is coming. There is a house out there with our name on it and we will not stop until we get the house. I remember I would open my eyes. I taped a post-it on the ceiling the saying our house is coming and then I would start to buy things for it I remember I was in Hobby Lobby and I saw this sign one day and I was like oh my gosh that's a perfect living room piece and I battled in the store for a minute and I was like we don't have the money for me to be dropping $30 on a living room piece for a house that we don't even have but I believed so deeply that the house was coming and I wanted to to show that to whoever or whatever was in tune to me at the time that I did believe and and I wanted to put skin in the game so I bought the the sign I started buying coasters and and throw pillows and sure enough a month, a month before our wedding, the most beautiful, perfect three-bedroom, two-bath house right down the street from our parents, close to work, surfaced for the exact price range we were looking for at the exact time that we needed it. And it was just no coincidence to me at all. Wow. What an incredible story. Oh my gosh. It was so beautiful. It was so... you know, when, when things happen like this and when you're manifesting, hearing about others' experiences is so inspiring. But when you feel it for the first time for yourself, you know, like, you know, like, you know that you did that. Like, it's no coincidence. I love that. So anybody who's listening to this and hasn't ever tried manifesting anything before, try manifesting a cup of coffee today because you will be so pleasantly surprised and we'll start building up that belief. And then who knows where you can go from here? Yes. So true. I have a a friend who was trying to fund a trip to Hawaii last last spring, and so she bought a swimsuit to yes. kind of like work on manifesting it and being like, nope, like I really am going. I don't have the money right now, but I will be going somehow. Right. And so she bought a swimsuit even though she didn't have the money at the time, but just did it. And just a couple weeks later, they found the money randomly. Like it all just worked out so perfectly, like just obscure places that the money came in that they never would have thought of before. Like, um, yes. you know, oh like retirement gosh. accounts that they didn't, or like retirement accounts from previous companies they worked at that they completely forgot about just came to light all of a sudden that they never would have thought of in a million years. Yes. It's all about, oh my gosh, it's all about just coming, you know, calling it in. When you make it an action like that, that's so profound that you're willing to spend money that you don't have on something because you're so certain of the outcome, the universe responds. Oh, absolutely. I love that. That is so inspiring, Taylor. Thank you so much for sharing. Oh my gosh, anytime. (laughs) So I'd love to know, where do you see yourself in your business in the next five or 10 years? (laughs) Oh my gosh, it's so fun that you asked me this because this past weekend, I spent a lot of time mapping out my 2019 goals and my quarterly goals. Um, Within... Within five years, I I anticipate to be a $3 million business. Within 10, I mean... (laughs) That's awesome. Thank you so much. I mean, it's just a matter of, like I said, believing, and it doesn't matter if if the tangible evidence is there or not. It's, It's I know that I'm in the right place doing the right thing, and so long as I am on my path and listening to my inner guide and taking action, regardless of if I agree with it or not, or see or understand why I'm taking action 
when I feel that calling. So, so I really see that as a, a monetary goal, but I am I'm launching this new program called Laws of Life. And more than anything, my goal within the next year especially is to have that be a signature program that impacts so many women because manifestation is so fun to talk about and there's so many surface things that we can talk about. But when we get into the metaphysics, which is scientifically how it really works, there's 12 universal laws that we need to understand how they work so we can work with them. And this program really dives into every single of the 12 laws and how we can kind of not take advantage of them, but, but use them for our greater good. So, so long-term, I really want that to be a place where people can go and get an easy peasy, easy to digest, easy to implement really blueprint to manifestation. Wow. That is incredible. Super excited. Yeah, absolutely. So I would love to jump into the limitless lightning round if you are ready, Taylor. Let's do it. Okay, awesome. So I have five questions for you. Um, And like I said before, they're all pretty easy. So don't be too worried. Um, My first question is, what is your best piece of advice for entrepreneurs who are just getting started in their businesses? My biggest piece for entrepreneurs is going to be to not take impulsive action, but focus on taking aligned action. And what I mean by that, even if you're not into the manifesting or if you've never tried to work on your mindset, if something doesn't feel right, that's your intuition telling you don't move forward. If something feels right, but it's just something that you don't want, still move forward with that and see what happens next. Because as an entrepreneur, especially for starting out, we just want to do and execute everything that's going to get us to the top and it's going to get us there fast. And we're comparing ourselves to all these other people. And when we slow down and listen to what our body is actually suggesting, our journey as an entrepreneur becomes completely different. And it's actually, I think it expedites the entire process. Oh, absolutely. And I think sometimes it's, it's good to note that if you're about, if you don't feel good about it, it could be your body just saying like, not now. So maybe it's something that you really want to happen or you really want to be doing and it's just not working out and you don't feel great about it. Maybe it's just not now. It doesn't mean that it's never going to be able to happen. Yeah. And everything is in divine timing. I mean, I work with a lot of clients and they'll come to me and be like, I know that I'm meant to do this. And I'm like, okay, I'm not doubting, you know, you're meant, not meant to be an entrepreneur and make this life for yourself, but this specific niche or, or topic that you want to get into, is that your ego that thinks that that's what you need to succeed? Or is that what your authentic, true self feels called to pursue? Because there's a difference. And that's where I was. I was like, I want to be a business coach because that's what everyone else is doing. When over here, my, my soul strings are like, no, you know, you're meant to do mindset. You need to be there. Wow. I mean, look where you are today. So like that just goes to show that when you do follow what your body and soul are telling you, amazing things happen. Absolutely. Awesome. Okay. Number two is what is your favorite personal development, entrepreneurial, or even spiritual book or other resource that you like to to recommend to others? The Bible of Manifestation is A Course of Miracles. I love that book. It it teaches a lot of the the sound principles. So that's something I would recommend diving into long term and just open it up to a random section and highlight, you know, something that sticks out to you. But if you're looking just for an entry level book, the book that really 
was the tip of the iceberg for me was The Universe Has Your Back by Gabby Bernstein. She really does an amazing job of simplifying the basic concepts that you need to be able to get on board with before you move into the world of manifesting. Awesome. I love both of those. Those are great. Yes. Um, the third question I have for you is what habits have you developed along your journey that have led to your success? Oh my gosh. I have become obsessed with routines, honestly. Um, every day I wake up an hour and a half before I, I like to start my day. I start my day with a shower and in the shower, I start with mind food. So whether it is a podcast or I'm just reciting affirmations the entire time I'm in there, I go right into a meditation and then I go right into a half an hour of journaling. And, you know, before all that, then I start my day, but really getting into putting my, my mindset first and making sure I start my day with clarity and good intention and positive affirmation before I dive into anything else. That is so funny that you say that because you are the third person or the third, third episode that I've recorded in a row that has answered that question that way. It's all about the routine. Oh my gosh. I just got into a new routine within the past couple weeks and like my social media has even been announcing it. Like I've been so productive, so motivated, so energetic and it's all about starting your day and it's all about perception and making a choice. And now the morning is like my favorite part. So I totally encourage everyone to just get out of bed and make time for your mind. It's so important. Oh my gosh. I absolutely agree. This summer I kind of lost my morning routine just because I got so busy and I, I neglected it. I just decided that I wasn't going to do it because I chose other things instead. Mm -hmm. Uh, And my business kind of suffered because of it and my, my mindset suffered because of it. And then when I started implementing it again, everything got so much better. And so I was like, yes, this is something that like is a non-negotiable. I can't, I can't skip out on my morning routine anymore. It's just not, not, not an option. It's so true. It's been like weighing on me for months now. I'm not even exaggerating. And I have been just pushing it off because I've been grinding so hard on this new program that I'm like, I need the extra sleep. I'll get to a morning routine. I'll get to the other side. And my intuition was like, no girl, like, you need a morning routine starting tomorrow. So the, the very next day I started one and it was like, you know, the ideas are flooding and the inspiration and everything that I was stuck on is, is no longer stuck. And I'm like, okay, I guess I should have listened to you months ago. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. I love that. So anybody listening, if you do not have a morning routine, start working on one because it will absolutely change your life. Yes. Okay. Number four. So I like to ask this question kind of in an effort to bring you down to a more personal level. So Mm -hmm. the question is, if you could have dinner with anyone, entrepreneur or not, alive or not, who would it be? Oh my gosh, this is such a good question. The first person that's coming to my mind is Albert Einstein. Ooh, what's Um, that? He, I am totally spiritual based. I could believe without the scientific backings of it, but I know that a, a big majority of people out there they have a hard time believing in the unseen unless some scientist, you know, can prove it. Mm -hmm. And Einstein talked so much about awareness and consciousness and the energetic frequencies that you can manipulate and, you know, transmutation of energy. And, and he's just the scientific embodiment of what it means to manifest. So I would love to pick his brain on manifestation and spirituality. Oh my gosh. What an amazing answer. I've never thought of of him in that way before of him being like actually spiritual. That's so cool to know. Awesome. 
Okay, so my final question is, how can our listeners follow and connect with you? So I have a Facebook group called The Higher Self. So you can find me on my Facebook, which is just facebook.com slash Taylor Slango, T-A-Y-L-O-R-S-L-A-N-G-O. And my Instagram handle is Taylor Slango as well. The blog is taylorslango.com. Awesome. And did you have a freebie or anything you'd like to share? Yes, I created a manifesting workbook because sometimes when you're manifesting, it's hard to find clarity. So I have prompted all these questions for you guys to kind of answer and self-reflect and self-evaluate so you can get clarity on what you are and what you do want to manifest. So you can grab that for free anytime you're ready at taylorslango.com slash workbook. Awesome. And I'll make sure that the link will be in the description of this episode, but otherwise I wanted to thank you so, so much Taylor for joining us and sharing your journey and your expertise and your perspective. It has been an absolute pleasure learning from you today. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. So everybody have a wonderful rest of your day and until next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Limitless Millennials podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends and head over to iTunes to leave a review. We truly appreciate your support. And if you're looking to connect with Hannah or today's guest, head on over to www.limitlessmillennials.com. Until next time, friends, keep on living your limitless life.